Swadongo eta nange munisade. Be well today. Gaino Gayaso and Swaton da Jates. You're listening to Gaino. Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and I'm coming to you from the Allegheny Territory of the Seneca Nation. Each week we take a listen to some of the most amazing music from indigenous artists from all across this great turtle island. So enjoy the music and the chat. Graham Jones, he's a mixed blood Anishinaabe singer-songwriter currently living in Toronto. He's a member of the Shikwinda Ojibwe First Nation. He grew up on Manitoulin Island. As an alumni of the Manitoba Music's Indigenous Music Residency, his single Black Magic Goldmine was featured on the 09 Dig Your Roots compilation. And as quickly as he made a splash, he was gone. He took a break from songwriting for over a decade, but he's back with a great new collection of tunes sure to grip your imagination. It's called Creatures and Criminals, and it's the flood kicking off our listening today on Gyno.
as we get into our listening on today's episode of Gyno, that's one from my featured artist, Graham Jones, Creatures and Criminals. Specifically, it's The Flood, one of my favorite tracks from the album today on Gynon. It's with great pleasure that I get to welcome Graham to the show today. Uh, we're going to get to know him a little bit. Uh, he's been at it a long time, has uh, taken a break here and there, but man, he's really off to a, a great push with this release. So without further ado, welcome, Graham. How are you doing today? Ani, Brett. I'm good. How are you doing, man? Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Anytime I get to talk with a talented musician, it certainly makes my day and helping to spread the word and spread the vibes uh, makes it even better, you know. So uh, I think listeners are going to really become enthralled uh, with the magic that is encapsulated within Creatures and Criminals. Uh, there's a lot of fun storytelling going on. The production is excellent. Uh, there's a, a really a lot that I could go on about. Uh, but before we do get into all of that, uh, let's rewind a little bit and start with some introductions. If you would be so kind, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, yeah. Well, my name's Graham Jones. I am based in Toronto, in Canada, uh, I grew up a few hours away in a town called St. Thomas, Ontario, and I'm a member of the Shegawenda First Nation on Manitoulin Island. Uh, my grandparents are from Sheg, as we call it, and, uh, and Wilquimacong on Manitoulin Island. I've been a songwriter for 20-plus years, took it semi-seriously for a while, uh, got a little bit of recognition with a song that I had out on a comp compilation a few years ago. And yeah, um, this last year spent a lot of uh, a lot of 2022 recording creatures and criminals. When we do go back and, and talk about your musical upbringing, what was it in particular that uh, made you think, you know, that this is something that you would want to give a, a try to? Uh, so it's funny. So I, I grew up in the in the 90s was sort of my high school years, mid to late 90s. And believe it or not, I was really into the 60s uh, culture at the time. It's something I gravitated to for one reason or another. Um, you know, my parents are sort of baby boomer age. Dad was a hippie. So I think uh, that was part of the reason. And I saw Bob Dylan in concert when I was about 16. And... I didn't know much about Bob Dylan at the time, but I was really taken by his music and what he was doing and the songwriting. And probably within the next couple of weeks, I had my first guitar and I would go to the library. This is just at the start of the internet era. So I'd go and print out guitar tabs and just borrow these old books, these old folk books that had you know, these, these uh, early 20th century folk songs, I could learn some easy chords and sort of got started that way and uh, started writing my own stuff within that first year. <laughs> oh, you really got me reminiscing about the good old days. Uh, that officially kind of makes me feel old. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back into it. All right. So uh, you were mentioning the Dig Your Roots compilation. That, that was the one that you had a track included on uh, about 2009. Uh, shortly thereafter, though, you did take a little bit of a hiatus. I did. Yeah. I, you know, that was, you're right, about 2009. Um now, I took a hiatus from my own music, but I was in a band at the time, and we were sort of trying to do our little push. So I did spend the next few years with, with my band. Uh, we were called the Davy Parker Radio Sound. You know, we played around Toronto. We, we put out an album, and, was, you know, I, I was really happy with 
our efforts that we put into it. But life life happens and things change. And, you know, I took a break from, I guess, pushing as a musician. And at, at, a, at the time I wanted to, you know, just before that I was really eager to become established as a songwriter. And I was going into that direction and then things changed with my day job and, um, you know, I found myself maybe not having enough time to pursue that dream of being a songwriter and relying instead on the steady paycheck. So kind of let that go for a few years. And, um, yeah, it was just probably two years ago when I decided I had these songs that I'd been accumulating and they all seemed like they'd work well together on an album. So I pitched to a couple of, um, funding organizations, government uh, grant funding organizations, and was fortunate to get accepted and used some uh, very, very much needed support from the Toronto Arts Council and Ontario Arts Council to to fund the production of the album. I feel like now's the perfect time to get back into some of the storytelling that listeners will get to experience today. And Perhaps you could help to introduce this next track we're going to hear. It is the lead single off of uh, Creatures and Criminals, and not only that, uh, the story is told from a pretty unique perspective, too. For sure, yeah. So um, 100 Days Deep is basically a story of a a zombie apocalypse or zombie war, as it's called in the song. It's a metaphor, essentially, for colonization on Turtle Island, so very dark um you know I, I call a lot of my work dark fiction and this is certainly falls into that the, the imagery is pretty intense and it's written from the perspective of a raven looking down on, on this zombie apocalypse and sort of telling the listeners all about it in a you know in a, in a kind of a, an americana slash indie rock kind of vibe Listeners are in for a treat today. Uh, as we get back into our listening, uh, one coming from Levi Platero's 2017 Take Me Back. We're also going to be hearing a couple recommendations provided by Graham, including one from Kaylee Cardinal, in fact, her latest single, and a mutual favorite between us, Blue Moon Marquee. Also coming up in this block is one from B.B. Buckskin's Captain Medicine. Well, once again, turn it up and sing along with 100 Days Deep from Grand Jones. 2023 Creatures and Criminals today on Dino. My eyes said the raven are sick and they're breaking out these shells. 100 days on this same old one trick highway. Bad blood on the concrete. If I could find the road home last night, the ground was smoking. Black dogs burning on the rusted road. And I'm a rolling stone. Give me a gun and a ticket home. My son, my son. 
should think about getting out before your mind is gone and you're another waking dead time oh. my skin said the drifter This is Dee Dee Buxkin, and you're listening to Guy Note with Brett Maybe. Baby Blue, that's what you are. Trying to hide the pain that keeps you away from me for so long. You couldn't. Stars in the sky and feel the beating of your heart next to mine all along. Trying to be what you dream you should be, never knowing all along. You could catch a fall.
this is A.W. Cardinal from Blue Moon Marquee, and you're listening to Native Voice One. Keys, Hound Dog on a Chain, winding down that first set of listening on today's episode of Guy Note. Welcome back to the chat. I'm getting caught up with Graham Jones, an Anishinaabe artist based currently out of Toronto. We're discussing his musical background, and at this point, we are going to start to get a little bit more into the overall uh, themes found on this album. I, I know. The Raven goes a little bit deeper than the song we heard, 100 Days Deep. Uh, but let's uh, spend just a quick moment, talk about Blue Moon Marquee. They're kind of a personal favorite of yours. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I actually just discovered them 
during COVID, um, they were on, uh, I can't remember the program, but they were on a sort of a, a TV show that was featuring full Indigenous artists. It, I can't remember. It, it had to do with um, the Imaginative Festival or something, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could be wrong, but, you know, I've, I've been into that sort of old-timey kind of folk slash, um, I don't know, it's a bit jazz, it's a bit bluesy. But it really puts you into that that time, that that era, and the the way that these they play is fantastic. So yeah, they, as soon as I heard them, I became a fan right away. I always love getting recommendations from my guests. It serves a lot of functions and purposes, and one of the absolute most fun aspects of it, I think, is just how simple it is to support one another out there in the scene, and I can't thank you enough. Once again, we'll get Kaylee Cardinal on before our time is up today. All right, getting back into our discussion about the album, um, you mentioned that this was funded in part from the Toronto Arts Council, the Ontario Arts Council. Uh, where did you record it at, and who with? It was recorded at a studio called the Nelson Room, which is actually not too far from where I live here in, in Toronto. So it was nice. I got to oftentimes ride my bicycle over and enjoy the day. Um, you know, I got a day job, so it was weekends and, and evenings where we could fit them in but the producer is a gentleman named Derek Downham and this guy is phenomenal at, at what he does both as a producer and as a multi-instrumentalist you know there's so many things that he put on this album that really make it um, as as impactful production wise as it is and yeah it, like these are the kind of things where you're you're so thankful to be able to have a funding to do these types of things. And, you know, I, I tell everybody I can who is an artist of any discipline, buy out for these grants, like just, just submit because, you know, they're there and the, the, the amount of, the, the amount of things you can accomplish that you would never be able to otherwise is amazing. So, you know, I, I was able to, to work with Derek and, employee who's the owner slash engineer at the studio and uh, recorded some of it at Derek's as well. He's got a great home studio there too. So uh, it was fantastic. We were able to hire some really phenomenal guest musicians to play trumpet and uh, pedal steel and, uh, and violin. So incredibly uh, humbled and thankful for the opportunity for sure. And do you have a regular full-time core band? No, uh, no core band. You know, I play as, as much of it as I can. I'm a, I'm a multi-instrumentalist nice. myself. I'm a bit of a hack at, at, uh, at a lot of them. You know, I know how to play piano, but it's certainly not, I wouldn't call myself a, a pianist or anything like that. So, um, I play the guitars, I play the harmonicas and, um, and sing and you know Derek provided a lot of the extra the extra fluff on there and you know his in particular his drumming and his lead guitar playing are, are things that just they're nothing I could ever accomplish so yeah we don't have a, a core band but we you know when I have played live Derek just we've done a two-piece thing and it works great just the, the two of us because you know these songs the the, the essence of them is the, the lyrical content. I'm just happy that we were able to create something that is also so 
so vivid and, and so rich in the production. There is almost a sense of this being a part of a uh, an established bard tradition, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, really heavy on the storytelling. And I think that provides a great opportunity to get a little bit deeper into that now as well. Uh, it's my understanding that the Raven um, protagonist that we hear uh, is specific to that song, but there is a loose connection between the other songs uh, that are found on Creatures and Criminals. For sure. Yeah. You know, I when it came time to the when I decided that I wanted to put together this album as a complete project, I, I probably had probably 18 to 20 songs that I started with and whittled out a few. And this group of songs that I was left with really seemed cohesive in a lot of ways in the themes as well as the sound, um, the storytelling. So, yeah, I just um, decided to, to, to put these all together. And then as, as it was taking shape, I got this vision sort of that it was all these little stories in it and as if there was a raven flying overhead and looking down on each song being a little situation and, you know, he looks down and see that and there's Mary the Diamond Runner and uh, he tells her story and then on to the next thing and it's, uh, you know, 100 Days Deep and it's about this zombie apocalypse. So really, to me, I could see all these songs making more sense and the idea of the raven flying overhead and being sort of the, the storyteller. You, you, you see these songs or these stories through his eyes, I guess. Our raven relatives have certainly been passing stories on for countless generations, and there's absolutely no reason why they should stop now. Uh, as we get ready to get back into our listening, let's talk a little bit about uh, one of the characters that the raven encounters. Uh, tell us a little bit about Mary. Yeah, so... I wrote Mary the Diamond Runner about just this general, um, you know, it's sort of sung about and for the downtrodden or the impoverished and um, those who have less. And, and many of us are in that situation compared to those that are on the very opposite end of the spectrum, very wealthy and, and very content in their lives in that way. So Mary is, is essentially... Um, uh, sort of an illegal diamond runner who's looking to get out of poverty, and and uh, this is her way is to to be a part of the illegal diamond trade. And yeah, so it's just kind of a again, a lot of these songs are metaphors for a deeper message, and this one certainly that that rift between the uh, the rich and the poor, and what people are willing to do to to go, um, I guess, to get out of their situation uh, by any means necessary. Take your diamonds, put 
can't be found Save your soul before you save your gold Don't let them rebels take you down Couple more tasty tracks for your listening pleasure before I come back to wrap up my discussion with today's featured guest, Graham Jones. Enjoy this one from Choctaw singer-songwriter Samantha Crane in her 2020 A Small Death. It's holding to the edge of night. You're listening to Gino. What's that silence inside me that expands into the dark? With the traffic lights all changing For no one anymore The karaoke laughter Tumbling out the door Might as well with contemplation Of the pleasures I endure Fascines all the fear. 
And you're listening to Dino with Brett Maybe. You filled me with delight on stolen secret nights. It always felt so right, but I knew that it was wrong, love. Sneaking in the dark, racing just to park. I'm tattooed by your mom. But I knew that it was wrong, love We know that it's wrong, love Showed up at the right time Living the late night Running the red lights Wicked when you
Cardinal's latest single, Wrong Love, coming by way of recommendation from today's featured guest, Graham Jones. Welcome back to the chat today. I do have just a little bit more time to get caught up with a fascinating guest here on Gyno. Uh, once again, Graham is out with a new album right now called Creatures and Criminals. Anybody who knows me knows that I absolutely love storytelling and songs that you can continue to revisit and glean new uh, little nuggets out of. And, and you can certainly do with that with these particular songs. Um, so again, if you're just now joining us uh, be sure to check your local listings for the next time uh, but in the meantime you're also welcome to check out gynomusic.fm and the native artist directory.com uh, graham thank you so much for taking some time to talk with me today uh, as we start to wind things down uh, again i really look forward to uh, more output from you at this point you're not gonna just up and decide to you know take another break from music are you no, so, you know, creating this album, I think, and, and putting the effort into it made me really realize the potential of my music, and the reception has been tremendous so far, and, uh, you know, I think I, I, I matured over the years and I have a better idea of what I want out of music, and sort of learning my, my what my voice is, sort of, and what kind of storytelling and, and, and lyricism that I really feel like is, is in me so at this point you know i was really excited to get these songs out so that i could release them have them out there and move on sort of put them to bed and give them their nod and see them go their merry way so that i could start with a whole new collection of songs so um i'm really excited to already get going on the next project and you know the the effort that it takes to be an independent musician these days with with online you know the, the, the world is just there's so much to do so i'm looking forward to you know a month or two from now when the promotion's all over getting into um crafting these new songs so i've, I've got a bunch set aside already and i look forward to fleshing them out and, and creating what comes next uh, i certainly look forward to future releases you know often i ask guests uh, if uh, they're anticipating touring in support of the album, but I get the impression that you really have a lot more fun in the studio setting. You, that's your home, yeah. Yeah, you got it. I, you know, I've done the live thing, and, and it's great, and there's a, a time and a place, and even maybe a, the, a type of person that really enjoys that, but, you know, I, I'm just fascinated by the recording process. Um, the whole The whole song process from the germ of the idea all the way through to your demo to then getting into the studio and and making these songs sparkle and uh, i love the the little nuances all the recording equipment you know it's just i, I could live in the studio every day if, if i had my way so um, by all means there's not necessarily any full touring coming up but we'll look for the right opportunity to play live and uh otherwise you know i i think creating these songs in the studio for people to listen to, put the earbuds in, listen to them as they're meant to be. That's, that's what I really like. I love the recorded experience. Uh, certainly, uh, there is a certain magic to it, uh, 100%. Um, you know, seeing as how you're so comfortable in the studio and you're so good at it, do you have any plans to produce other artists? Not really. Um, you know, 
I had a pretty good home studio a few years ago, and that kind of and I, I had way too much equipment for for the amount of space I had. So over the years, it's whittled down a little bit, and um, you know, also technology's gotten better. That the quality of demos you can make on your phone is actually pretty impressive. So you know, I'm I'm not at the point where I'm necessarily producing as much. Um, I, I feel like I love bringing my demos to the most complete version I can make them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I love the opportunity to be working with a, a producer again or, or guests or musicians even, you know, whatever it might be. A studio experience is, is maybe not for me at the home anymore, but, uh, but by all means, I, I look forward to every opportunity to be produced. And uh, who knows what the future holds. I, I do love the world of studios and maybe there's a, a little producer future in me at some point. One last question for you today. Where can people find more of you at? Sure. Um, I mean, the easiest thing to do, So, as we talked about earlier, my, my name spells a little funny. So um, if you want to find me on Instagram, it's D Jones. That's Jones with a Z or a Z music. Um, and otherwise, find it on your, your streaming platform. Just look up Creatures and Criminals. And uh, yeah, I think that's the best way to reach me. I'm around. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. I certainely hope you'll join me on Gyno again soon. Miigwech, Brett. This is great. And, uh, yeah, I love what you're doing here, so I'm just happy to be a part of it. Along the shoreline Black magic slowly
My name's Graham Jones, and you're listening to Gyno Music with Brett Maybe. Take 
Dino is recorded and produced on the Allegheny territory of the Seneca Nation, with support from the Anosa Gwende Cultural Center and Creatives Rebuild New York. For this and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nv1.org. To discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com. In the timbers of Fenerio, the wolves are running round. The winter was so hard and cold, froze ten feet beneath the ground. Don't murder me, I beg of you, don't murder me, please don't murder me. I sat down to my supper, twas a bottle of red whiskey. I said my prayers and went to bed The last they saw of me Don't murder me I beg of you Don't murder me Please don't murder me When I awoke and I awoke Six hundred pounds of sin Was Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.